Happy Saturday. It is here. It is time. We have the biggest game of the year, Coach K's final game at Cameron against the Tar Heels. It's going to be a good one. We're going to get you set up for that, as well as the rest of the games happening in the conference for the men, and get you excited about their tournament while updating you on the women's. So much to go over. Freestyle Friday is Drizzy Drake. Let's get it. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. Thank you for making me your first listen each and every day. I'm Candace Cooper here with my Friday co-host, Drizzy Drake in the building. He hosts the Locked On Seminoles podcast. We are up bright and early to make sure we get this episode in for you guys today because there's so much to go over. A lot of good action happening around our conference. Coach K's last game is tomorrow. We got a couple big games happening for the men as well as some tournament updates for the women. Drizzy Drake, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, Candace. You know, feeling good this on this Friday morning. Got an early start to the day. You know, just been helping my girlfriend move out of her uh, her apartment up in Tampa, Florida, moving back down here down South Florida. But I'm good. How you doing, Candace? By the way, how's everything with you? I'm good. I'm a little bit tired, but we're making it through, right? These daily episodes are starting to take its toll, but it's fine. I love bringing my fans content every single day. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. The dream is free, but the hustle sold separately. You know, we got to keep grinding. Come on. Come on, talk somebody. All right. Well, speaking of, you know, I feel like I can get through the daily grind because someone who has spent 40 plus years coaching at the helm at Duke University has done a pretty good job. But he's saying, listen, it's quits. It's time. Coach K, final season, final game at Cameron playing the Tar Heels. What more can you ask for? It's not going to be like the first time out where Duke dominated at Chapel Hill. I think the Heels have finally understood the assignment and can come and make it an actual game. Do you? Who do you think is going to take away the W? But more importantly, before I ask you that, because I give you time to marinate, how overwhelming do you feel like this Saturday game is going to be for both sides? I mean, I don't know why you think it's going to be different than a lot, like, you know, the previous game. Even really. Though- yeah, it's because, like, if you, I mean, they absolutely dominate every section of the floor, and that was an away game for Duke, right? But they do well on the road. They don't do great at home. Fair. So then that kind of leads me to ask, then probably think, how is Paulo Benchero going to play? Yeah. Because there are certain games where just like he is like a non assistant player for like, like tens of minutes of stretches. And then for, you know, his last game in Cameron Indoor, this is going to be his last collegiate basketball game. We all know he's going to the draft. So to me, it's, this might then you're right. This might be a lot on them. Uh, but for me personally, I still think Duke definitely takes the W away for this one. I just think they're overall the more complete team. I think it's a better way to say it. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Duke is a favorite by at least 12 points. It's funny you say that because that's the line. That's the predicted line right now, which if you are a betting person, you should certainly take that because Carolina is I think it's going to be better than 12. Oh, you like Carolina plus two. I mean, I'm not going to do another bet with you yet, just yet, because uh, your girl Anya Poole definitely robbed me <laughs> of two, uh, two weeks ago. So, <laughs> but I but I do think that the, the Duke of minus 12, I, as a betting man, I'm still going to take that. I'll be a little oh. more ballsier with that because okay. I do think Coach K's last game at his own, at his, at his home court. I mean, there's, there's a storybook ending for even a, for every, 
every you know hero out there, every villain out there. So why can't Coach K be any different? Put fifty on it if you're feeling good. Scare okay, money wanna, don't you make you want, no you money. Do, you want to do this right now? We can yes, do this. Carolina plus twelve. There we go. All right, all, all right. right. You know, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. We all ball. right. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Love that for us. Okay, so that, you know, I think that Duke will ultimately get the win. I agree. I think the matchup between Armando Baycott and Mark Williams will be tough for Baycott. I also think that A.J. Griffin is going to be hard to defend if he decides to go off. Is it going to be Brady defending him? Is it going to be R.J. or Caleb, right? Just I don't see how too many, you know, um, pieces of the arsenal that can overtake uh, the Tar Heels. But I think ultimately, getting all my words out, Duke will come out on top. It will be a close game. But damn it, if Carolina does this, going down in infamy. If you can play spoiler, wow. Love that for you. Especially against Coach K, especially against Duke, too. <laughs> and on their, own, on their own home court. That would, I mean, that, that would be awesome. That would that be, would be insane. That would I mean, be insane. Coach Ham and the boys right now are probably one of the worst teams FSU has had for basketball in the past 10 years. Beat him in his last game at the Tuck. Yeah. And I don't know about y'all, but if I'm Jalen Worley, Matthew Cleveland, Anthony Polite, and Coach Amber, like, Coach K, you know, left here a loser. He, he had to hold the L for the rest of his life, rest of his yeah. career. You know what? Like, yeah. That could be some good motivation. And, folks, I don't get easily bullied into, like, you know, bets <laughs> like that. Just going to give you a heads up. Because I'm actually, you know, I'm a little more committed to that. But canceling got me, grabbed me, grabbed me up a little bit this morning. So Listen, you better go for it. You better do that. I think that ultimately, though, it's going to be a good game. 80-plus, I hear. Uh, Duke former Duke players are going to be in Cameron. I'm sure it's going to be montage on montage and all these videos and all this praise. That's why I think that the Duke guys are going to struggle at home because they are going to get too swelled up in the month. They're going to be overwhelmed. Okay, it's going to be too big, and there's a lot of pressure because you don't want to mess this up. Everybody's looking at you, but pressure makes diamonds sometimes, right? That's this is true. maybe for some of these guys. This is what they've been waiting for. So. Is Jalen Williams going to, you know, chew their ass out at halftime when they're not up by 20? <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying all 80 people can't get into the locker room, right? All 80 people can't find their way to give them a little bit of – but they can give some stern looks, right? And I think they can have a little post-game celebration or a little bit of a downtrodden, like, oh, woe is me, where they're just chewing into them. So I think that if they don't win this game, they win the national championship. I'm calling it now. Wow. I think if they don't win this game, they win the national championship – they they might not win the ACC tournament because we all know how that goes. But if they don't win yeah. this game, I think they're going to win national championship. Something just tells me that because they're going to be so upset and they're going to get cussed out by all those guys that they're just going to be dialed in and fueled. And they're they're going to play not at Cameron. It's going to be on the road. They can be the biggest villains that they want. They're just going to run the gambit. And honestly, basketball is better when the villain. I I love hating on Duke. I, I mean, that's probably one of my favorite <laughs> things, favorite things to do. Like I mean, yeah. I love DJ Rack, even though like I love him as a player, but also I love rooting against him. I mean. Paulo Banchero to me isn't like isn't like that kind of villain to root against. I'm like he's just a fun player to watch. I mean we do yeah. you know Chris has him at times for like his dis- disappearing acts you know during certain games, but overall like basketball is better when Duke is the villain. And if they lose, they're right. If they lose this game, it's like everyone's gonna be like, is Duke really over? Is are they actually gonna be you know a first round, second round exit in the tournament? Like this is like the perfect time for them to be like, you know what? Give me the black helmet, give me the black face mask, like LeBron when he had the black mask in Miami. Just everyone just hate on me, just feed off of it. 
Yeah, listen, I think there's going to be a lot of tight tails on both sides. Carolina's probably going to be sweltered by the moment. Can they ball out? But guys like Caleb Love will enjoy that. For some reason, they play really good when <laughs> all the pressure is on them. So he wants to be a savage. This is the time, my guy. If you ever want to be a super gremlin, this is the time to do it, okay? Period. So I'm really excited to see how it all goes down. But more importantly, we got to get you ready for March Madness, right? We got to know. That's the wrong one, and that's fine. We keep it rolling. <laughs> it is Friday. We are pretty, and we just do what we got to do. So anyway, like I said, March Madness is rolling. We got our uh, teams together. We want to make sure that we are all ready for what should be a really good tournament. But if you want to get a bracket started, I think you don't want the standard bracket, like the ones on ESPN or CBS. Kind of lame. You should try it. Run your pool. You can help take some of that March Madness magic and play alongside with your employees or even gain new customers when you get run your pool. They have white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. And after that, you're ready to go. March Madness is in the game. You got to make sure that you're nice and fit as you watch the slew of basketball uh, opportunities for these young men and women to ultimately get that crown. And of course, you're probably trying to get your own crown this season. You're probably trying to get right for the new year. You want to make sure you get everything together. Please Make sure that you get a Bill Bar. Bill Bars are 100% covered in real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They are than a typical candy bar because those are usually high protein, mm, low protein, and high calorie. Not Bill Bar though. They have 130 calories, four to five. Uh, grams of sugar and four net carbs and 17 grams of protein, mint, brownie, coconut, coconut, almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. At Built Bar, they are all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. Again, Built.com. Drizzy Drake in the building. We are rocking and rolling here, making sure that we are all set for what should be some really fun Saturday matchups. Carolina Duke is obviously going to be the marquee, but there are some other teams that want to have a good end to their season. Virginia is playing Louisville. 17 and 12 Cavaliers are looking to face the Cardinals at 12 and 17, be at 12 o'clock on ESPN2. How are we feeling about this one, Drizzy Drake? Yeah, Virginia needs to win this game. They have to. Uh, They've had a pretty bad, uh, not not pretty bad. I mean, I think they've lost three out of the last four games, which is not something you kind of want to hang your hat on. And they lose a heartbreaker to us with a you know a very nasty buzzer beater by Matthew Cleveland, and then lose the game before that to Duke. Um, to me with the Louisville game, this is a Louisville team that isn't good. So like, this is a game that you just definitely like need to just actually just beat them handily if you want to even be in the conversation to potentially be go to the tournament. Because right now, uh, after those past two games. I I I know they're Virginia. Would you send them into the tournament? Um, <laughs> I'm barely trying to get my own team in. I think that they just we've got to get away from feeling like because you go to a power five school, you automatically deserve you know an extra look. Like at the end of the day, if you didn't have a good season, you know, I hate it for you. But that's that's the nature of the beast. That's why you play. Right? You had 12 opportunities to get it right and you lost those 12 times. So it is what it is. Enjoy the 19th. 
Yeah, we'll be there too. But <clears throat> but I think to, to me, this is a game that I'm not going to lie to you. I think Louisville's going to win this game outright, if oh, we're being man. completely honest here. And I think wow. this is going to be, I think we, we haven't had a lot of years where we question Tony Bennett, you know, coaching the team. I'm not saying that you're asking for the guy to be fired, but I think this would be the one of the teams where we're like, what exactly happened this year to Virginia for them to be so not even bad, just like missing the mark against teams like an NC State and against a team like a you know North Carolina and Wake Forest as well too. It's like you've got to like ask those questions. I think after the loss today, and then maybe they might not have the best showing in the tournament. So to me, give me Louisville for this one. I think Louisville they have absolutely nothing to play for, and that honestly might be the scary, scary ass thought because at, <laughs> at least they can you know end the season off on a win. Yeah, no doubt. Two other teams that don't have much to play for, but pride. Boston College will face Georgia Tech at 12 on ACC Network Extra. Feeling like the Eagles might squeak one out, but, you know, who knows with both of these teams. I think they both have, you know, moments of shining, but also definitely have some downtrodden parts of their season. Yeah. Uh, to me, this is Georgia Tech. I think I'm just going to take them as well because I think I've already said how much I actually do care and like uh, Josh Passner as a head coach. Weird guy. Corny guy, but damn, he's a good head coach. Yeah. Uh, even though I will say that I think George Tech is on a four-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. But as long as Boston College doesn't play my team, Boston College isn't a good team either. So to me, it's kind of like picking between the two of those. So it's yeah. like if if I'm a betting, I mean, I am a betting man. So for this game, me personally, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia Tech is favored by four points. I actually would take BC plus four if it goes down to minus, minus two and a half, minus two. I would just stay away from that. But to me, this is going to be a Georgia Tech game where they, they win a closer one than people expect. But I think it's going to be a solid game to watch. Yeah, for sure. And I think both of these teams, whether or not they have you know something to play for this season, they can certainly play spoiler in the ACT tournament. So a lot of people that do need that win in order to put better resumes out there, they're not going to want to get caught slip, slip, sleeping. There it is. By Boston College or Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. I'm just having a great time today. Miami and Syracuse. Miami, 21-9. and Syracuse trying to get above 500 with this game. No pressure. 1 o'clock on ESPNU. Right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is like, again, this is like who actually wants to win this game more because this just seems like a game that we're – I mean, Syracuse, they need this one to go above 500, correct? Yeah. And then, so to me, it's like – you're not going to the ACC tournament, and you're going to the, uh, the NCAA tournament, excuse me, folks, with that kind of record, right? And right. then Miami already has their 20-plus wins, and each single time they've been, you know, been trying to play to be ranked, they've always lost the game. But they are also been, like, win one, lose one, win one, lose one for the past, like, two weeks. So, to me, this is going to be a game where it comes down to, like, this Buddy Bayheim actually, you know, want to you know, go out, you know, like, as last last season game really, you know, really, really well. It's going to be at Miami. Uh, Miami's the basketball court there is not typically the, I guess, the most difficult place to play because none of the fans really go there because none of them live near Gold Gables. It's at Syracuse. It's oh, it's at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry about that. But so senior, then, yeah, it's senior night for Buddy, so maybe he will go off. Oh yeah, never mind. Buddy will go off this year if, if he's in his home, home court. He's got Tyler Rocky there cheering him on up when the nose bleeds. No, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna shout for the boy. Let's go. <laughs> no doubt about it. We also have got Virginia Tech facing Clemson. Virginia Tech, who desperately needs a twenty win season, because if you want to put on the resume how much they're going to have to have not only this win but a strong performance, borderline have to win the ACC tournament in order to get their names called. I think I don't think they get in either way, but unless they get an automatic bid. But yeah, gotta get this, gotta get this dub. It always helps to win. I think they might actually do get. They actually might get in. 
mainly because I, I know the middle of the schedule was really poor, but they did finish, I think, the like they, they've won, let me see, one, two, three. They won nine other past ten games in conference mm-hmm. play, which is extremely impressive. And then Clemson, if they beat up on a Clemson team that's been like, you know, was started off, you know, decent, but then has been very poor, but has won three straight games. And especially, you know, they, they beat up on Georgia Tech, Boston called them, also beat up Wake Forest, who we all like. Also, I'll show you guys why folks are wearing this hoodie later. To me, like, is Virginia Tech wins this game? It's like, okay, maybe they're not as fraudulent as, you know, as I thought they were at the beginning of the year. That's and fair. to me, Virginia Tech, that's going to be a team that I don't think they need to win the ACC tournament to actually make it into the NCAA tournament. I think they maybe go to the third round. I think that'd be good, mm-hmm. maybe a good spot for them to be like, hmm, maybe you'll be the first four in. So to me, Virginia Tech has a lot to play for with this game to kind of like pad their resume one final time before tournament play. So give me Virginia mm-hmm. Tech here. Okay. Well, NC State, Florida State, two teams that also have not a lot to play for, but maybe they'll just, you know, get get a win. Why not? <laughs> Guys, let's just tie. I'll go home happy, you know, get it up real quick. <laughs> and let, let's just, you know, play for that. But no, honestly, I'm actually happy the way FSU's been playing the past few games. Yeah. Primarily because now we're seeing like these kids, the kids don't quit, which is something that like I was really, really worried about when we we're in that six game losing streak. Because I'm seeing like, you know, people have their hands in their hips or like you see a, a freshman player, you know, throw the ball out of bounds and then you got a veteran player. Hey, you got, you know, clapping her gets attention. He's just walking away. But that's kind of been rectified over the past few weeks. So to me, NC State, I mean, they just don't close any games. They also they, got, they play hard, too. We're they do play. They, they play hard for the first half. They play hard <laughs> for the first half and then absolutely disappear for the second half of the game. And so to me, this is a game that's like, I, I'm going to take, F, I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to take FSU actually to win this game. <laughs> I haven't done that a lot, folks. And I am the locked on Seminoles host and producer for that show. So, which is pretty ironic for that. But to me, this is a game that <laughs> I think we're going to see, see like some young guns come up, like a Jalen Worley, a Matthew Cleveland, Anthony Polite is finally back. John Butler has been just nothing sort of sensational, actually, when he is fully healthy and kind of committed. And I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if we make. A little bit of noise, you know, in the ACC tournament. Now, I'm not saying we're going to the NCAA tournament at all because if you, if you win the whole thing, if we win the whole thing, which I don't, I don't see that happening. But damn, that would be that crazier would be things have happened. I, I mean, we just popped Notre Dame in the mouth. We shouldn't yeah. have beat Notre Dame. We shot the lights out. We haven't done it all single year, and I'm like, where the hell has it been all year? So to me, <laughs> give me FSU over NC State, even though you know I've had a you know a huge huge you know I love Darian Seabrown a lot too. So yeah, it sucks because NC State uh, is looking to avoid a first time ever twenty loss season, and again playing against a Florida State team who's finally figuring out how to cook. It's going to be interesting, but Coach Keith is coming back either way. So there it is. Final game talking about here: Pittsburgh and Notre Dame. Pitt can get a team caught slipping. Twenty Notre Dame twenty one and nine currently want to avoid that tenth loss to me. They have got to figure out how to just stay consistent. Like, that's their biggest issue is they lack consistency. Remember two weeks ago when Pittsburgh was the best team in the ACC? <laughs> Remember that? When they beat up on us, beat up NC State, and they beat up North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. How's that turned out for them since then? Man, it's been rough. It's been rough. It's been rough. They had, to, they had, to, they had to face Duke, and, you know, it was like 72 to 45, 49. Yeah, it was. I got it right here. It is 86 to 56, which is, ugh, that's... That, that's not that's not a good time. And then you have Notre Dame too, who, I mean, they lost to us. You know, it was a close game, but like obviously we shot out, we shot a much more impressive impressive than we usually do. So that kind of yeah, had to kind of take that with a grain of salt a little bit. But they've and, you know they've won about I want to say eight of their last eleven games as well. So to me, 
I mean, Pittsburgh, if this was like two weeks ago, I'd be like, oh man, they're like, yeah. you know, punching above their weight class. But right now, give me Notre Dame with, you know, a dang good win with a Paul Atkinson as well to like to actually, you know, win out this game. So. No, no doubt about it. All right, we'll talk here about the women. Want to make sure you guys have an update on the games for today. But first, if you are getting in any of the betting action, I mean, shoot, we already made a bet right here on the show. Make sure you hit up Bet Online. It remains the number one spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. And friends, thank you so much for listening to Locked On ACC Podcast. We love it when you make us your first listen each and every day. Make sure to check out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown, March 14th, right here on the Locked On ACC Podcast feed and YouTube channel. College experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every single matchup. Love to see it. We'll wrap it up the show here. Jersey Drake in the building. And we want to make sure you guys are well equipped going into tournament time for the men. But as you know, quarterfinals are right in front of us for the women. So we have Virginia Tech and North Carolina playing at 11 a.m. today. Florida State will play NC State at 2. Miami will play Louisville at 6. And Georgia Tech will play Notre Dame at 8. All right, final four. The ladies in the um, – well, it's final eight, sure. But, like, the final – the top four ladies are finally getting their opportunity to play today after getting, you know, seeing somehow the tournament is broken down. See, it's a pretty good game so far, but man, oh man, I feel like the best one here on paper is going to be the Virginia Tech North Carolina game and the Georgia Tech Notre Dame game. I'm partial FSU against NC State. I'm not going to lie to you for that. I mean, what? I don't think that the Knolls are going to do it. I, I, don't, think- I, I don't think so, but like, <laughs> I think it's really, like, it's really cool to see actually, like, so, like, FSU basketball women's basketball team that didn't start off, you know, as hot as you know they usually do. Yeah. But then they end up conference play, you know, eight out of eleven games. Also, we have RMJ, you know, Morgan Morgan Jones has become the 39th player actually in our school's history score a thousand points too. And yeah. I think that also they they beat a pretty good BC team and they actually kept they were actually up by twelve until BC actually kind of came back, you know, I think towards the end of that game. So mm-hmm. I know NC State blew us out by twenty points like a month and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, and NC State is probably one of the best teams in the country, and they also have the ACC six woman six man of the year, and they have like a bunch of other players that like I've been look, I was looking them up this morning. I'm like, wow, this team is really really stacked. But I think it's going to be me just me being a homer. I think it's going to be the most fun game to watch. Actually, ooh, week. okay, and very interesting. I don't think that at all. I think it's going to be a blow. But I love the, I love the spirit <laughs> and enthusiasm. <laughs> I love the spirit and enthusiasm. I think Miami is going to get dog walked by Louisville, but I think Georgia Tech and Notre Dame, depending on how Laura Lai has recovered, the yellow jacket uh, went down last night, but hopefully she's feeling good today. And then also North Carolina, please just don't get caught sleeping. Like Virginia Tech is Elizabeth Kitley, Player of the Year for a reason. Don't think you can come out here and be cute. Just win the game, you know? Just get the dub. I don't care how you do it. Start out hot and make sure you close. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Anya, if you lose that game, I'm going to send you a bill for the money I had to pay Candace. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. Jersey Drake, it's always a pleasure to have conversations with you, especially on Freestyle Friday when we're both sleepy as I don't know what. But we made it through. We got it through, and that's all that matters. Please remind folks of where they can find you, follow your work. You know I love Fridays every day. All right. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me at tally underscore underscore Drake. As you can folks, uh, folks, I am also too exhausted. You can follow <laughs> my co-host at MaxMovie17. You can follow our podcast at Knowles Anonymous at LO underscore Seminoles. It's basically where we engage with our fans, get themes for episodes. We 
you know, bring fans on to as well to discuss what we should be discussing with FG football and basketball. And as always, we're fans first, people second, and content creators third. No doubt about that. And guys, locked on NFL draft coverage is right around the corner. I have two interviews that I did this past week that I can't wait to drop next week as we prepare for some more analysis and college football prospects in NFL front offices. We got all of that covered for you at the Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric, Eric Crocker. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts from Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake. We hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Go Heels. I had to do it. Until next time.